I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here. I am super excited for this extended interview with Chelsea where she's going to share the importance of client identification when it comes to creating and growing a brand. Hey Chelsea, how are you? Hey guys, I'm good, thanks. How are you, Debbie? I am wonderful. Before we get to your amazing tips and tricks, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Totally. So I am a brand designer and strategist, and I run my little studio from Bali, Indonesia. I live there with my partner and our two rescue dogs. So a little bit of an unconventional lifestyle, but I love it. I love your unconventional lifestyle. It's definitely (laughs) offbeat. And you're going to be giving us a ton of really valuable tips today. Now, can you tell us, first of all, why is it important for us to identify the clients that we want for our business. Yeah, totally. So one of the first things that I do with my branding clients is help them to identify who their target audience is essentially. And what I say to my clients is that it's really important that we go as specific as possible. And I often experience a lot of pushback because Oftentimes, people are worried that if they start creating their brand for a specific kind of person or they start talking to a very specific person in their messaging, that they're going to scare away other people. When actually, the effect of being super, super specific with who we're targeting is that when that type of person comes across our content or our brand, they're actually going to feel like, oh my goodness, this was made for me, specifically me, like I have to have this product or service, whatever it is. So that's why being really specific when we're targeting is really important. So what is the first step to identifying your ideal client? So it's really up to my client themselves. Like I'm not going to tell them who they should be targeting because at the end of the day, It should be whoever resonates with them the most. Like, who do they want to be speaking to in their messaging? What feels comfortable? So when we have sort of a general idea of that person, what I'm going to do is get into their demographics and sort of map it out on paper with my client. Who is this person? You know, what do they do for a job? Are they married? Do they have pets? How much money do they make? What do they do for fun? And, you know... Why would they like our product or service? Yeah, and it's definitely depending on each of the brands and the businesses as well. What about when you actually start identifying them? I mean, how do you even know how to do it, right? Because if you're brand new, I mean, you do have an idea of what type of uh, products you want to produce, but how do you know that these are actually what the people want? Yeah. So there's a couple different ways. A really helpful one for my clients who have already been in business is reflecting on their past clients and, you know, what they really liked, what they didn't like, who was their best client in the past and sort of helping that to guide our profiling of who we want to target in the future. Another thing that we can do is think about how our ideal client might relate to our past self. Because often 
who we're targeting is somebody who has a problem that we had, you know, a couple of years ago. So sort of pulling out, you know, what did we need in that moment? What insecurities did we have that we can sort of, you know, use in our messaging to tell them, like, I see you and, you know, maybe even I've been you so that they can relate to us on a deeper level and then eventually purchase from us. So once you actually have some audience, how do you continuously figure out what it is that they want from you, whether it's content that's free or content that is going to be paid? Right. So for me, I'm often just paying attention to the inquiries that I'm getting or the direct messages that I'm getting, like questions that people are asking me either about my services on the client end of it or on the other end of it, the designers who want to hear about my journey. So, and then crafting my product suite and even my free content around the questions that people already have. You can also do market research. So inviting people to take a survey or a phone call with you in exchange for a gift card, or you can even just do this in your Instagram stories where you can put up a poll or you know the the multiple choice questions to get a feel for the people that are already you know following you or invested in you you know what do they want from you how do you decide what type of questions you actually ask during this market research so i would sort of shape it around if you have two avenues that you're thinking of taking you know, pose to the audience instead of just yourself, you know, what would you guys rather from these two options? Mm, That's very interesting. And there's so many different ways for you to be able to do that, whether social media, have you ever done it with Facebook groups or, you know, when you're in those different channels, especially when it's a specific niche group? Yeah, Facebook groups are super, super powerful for, first of all, finding clients. And second of all, you can totally utilize them for market research, especially if you don't have a following yet. So if you're just starting out in business and you have an idea of who your ideal client or purchaser is in your mind, you can go to the Facebook groups where you already know they are because they're there because of that specific interest or whatever. And you can either interact with them Or that's a place that you can invite them to get on a market research call with you. Or you can, you know, put out the link to the survey and say, hey, guys, if you fall into X and X and X category, I'd love for you to take this market research survey. In return, I'll be drawing from everybody that took the survey and giving out a $20 gift card to Starbucks. Love it. I love that. And it's something that does not have to be super um, hard to do. And I think we tend to overcomplicate things. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think so. Brand strategy can feel sort of, you know, overwhelming and daunting. But I think, yeah, it's just best to not overcomplicate it in your head. And of course, I would recommend if you can to to work through this with a professional who can sort of guide you so that you can make sure that you are nailing your messaging and speaking directly to that person. And I don't just mean that within your written content. I mean that also within the visual brand that, you know, I create with my clients or somebody, if you're DIYing your brand, making sure that it would be appealing to your target market. 
Are there any other things that you would like to share with us to identify our ideal clients? Yeah. So I already talked about like figuring out their demographics and sort of painting a picture of that person so that whenever you're writing your content, you can imagine that person in your head and just be writing it for them. That actually makes it a lot easier. Another thing that's like a little bit of a deeper layer of brand strategy is thinking about this person and what are they, what's their problem? What are they struggling with deeply? What are they insecure about? And how can we speak to that and resonate with them on a deeper level? And oh, another thing is thinking about, you know, how does this person purchase? How do they make their purchasing decisions? Are they somebody that, you know, is thinking about it and needs a lot of convincing and they're asking their husband and their sister? Or are they more of a, you know, I'm going to purchase on a whim? And this is all something that, that, of course, you know, it might be a little bit harder to do market research on. So it's part of it is coming from our imagination. But I think that being able to paint that super, super clear picture so that you can have that all that information in your head when you are creating your content is just going to make your content that much better. And it's just going to speak to that person so much more clearly, which will lead to just more leads and, and growth in general. Yeah, and it can get pretty confusing. And there's a lot of different strategies to all of this. Is there any type of resource that you have gone to in order to make this more clearer for somebody who's never done this before? So I do actually have a freebie on this, which is called the Ideal Client Workbook. So if you go to my Instagram profile and you click my my links, it's in there and it's totally free. So that's a really great starting point. And a lot of my clients come to me and say, you know, I've done your ideal client workbook and I, I feel pretty good about my ideal client. Like, let's get in and let's do the branding and let's let's talk about it more. So that workbook will basically work you through the demographic sort of you know, mapping out on paper who this person is. So I actually think a lot of people have said that that's been really helpful for them. I mentioned on my last interview, I really love the YouTube channel, The Future. Um, he teaches a lot on brand strategy, and I've learned a lot from him as well over the years. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea, for giving us all of these incredible tips. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? So they can find me on Instagram at Honey and Co Creative, same on Facebook. And then my website is www.honeyandcocreative.com. Perfect. Thank you so much, Chelsea. We really appreciate all of the tips that you gave us. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Chelsea. Make sure to visit TheOffBeatLife.com. Again, that's TheOffBeatLife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she's able to help women design and grow their brands. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.